Okay, so. I have a question. Um, yeah. If you could turn into any animal, what would it be? It has to be a real animal and not a mythical one. Because mm. mythical ones are too fun. What's a real animal? <laughs> and not a Pokemon. Definitely yeah, a that raven. That would be a mythical. <laughs> uh, a raven? Yeah, because I could fly and I could also talk. Yeah, and ravens are pretty cool. I would probably pick... Um, an axolotl because Ooh. they're cute and they can swim around and breathe underwater and they if i lost a leg or something it would grow back because they are extremely regenerative wait i'm gonna change mine to a gray <coughs> parrot because they live longer um mm. they don't look as cool as ravens but they can do pretty much the same stuff that made the raven appealing and they live longer Fair enough. I'm just going to be animal? a golden retriever because that's basically yeah. answering two questions for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Probably a manta ray. I don't know. Just uh, how I'm feeling today. <laughs> you fucker, you killed Steve Irwin. It wasn't me personally. <gasps> how dare you? No, I know it was a manta ray. It was a stingray. We need to wipe them all out for that. Listen, no. I didn't... I'm just kidding. That's not what uh, Steve Irwin would want. <laughs> he literally said, don't blame the animal. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the guy, but I know the guy, but I'm not going to tell you who the guy is. Yeah, uh, just because it's the first thing that comes to mind, uh, how about like an otter or something? Like a swimming no. animal? I think those mammal, those are pretty fun. Yeah, otters are cool. I would want to be a cat. I mean, kind <laughs> of obvious, but you know, I, you know, I've seen those videos of people putting the the cameras on the like the cats, like cats perspective. Mm, They're yeah. just running around, <laughs> and I'm just like, man, I want to be there. I want to just be running around free uh, like some, that. Yeah. Somehow Duncan, it's even more Yowin. impressive, like how athletic and like like and how high they can jump and it's stuff. Like cool. when you're like right below their head level, it's like whoa. Hardcore. <laughs> Be a yeah. cheetah, man. Just the fastest mm. thing around. Kill wantonly. I mean, I feel like that would be tiring though, because you would need to chase your food like constantly. But Apparently, can. cheetahs are pretty chill, like in like zoo pseudo domesticated. Yeah, they seem really like kind of like chill and like I don't know, they just yeah. My secondary like answer is fungi myxomycota, the slime mold, because it's like a plant <laughs> and an animal at the same time, and I just I think it would be fun to be a plant. Dude. Dude, fungus like mushrooms are insane. Like I think there's one like grouping of like of fungus like a mushroom that in like the pacific northwest uh which is very fitting for like eldritch mysterious nonsense um that is like the biggest single organism on the planet it's a slime mold <laughs> yeah it, no it, it is this yeah. oh, okay yeah you <laughs> <laughs> paul was like the most eldritch real creature <laughs> that's me it's literally <laughs> one, yeah okay i had to do some googling and I decided that I would be a California condor, which is a giant, giant bird that looks really badass. Um, but also, apparently, it can, like, reproduce on its own and doesn't need other birds to do it. 
Wow. Like a sea cucumber? An asexual bird? I guess so. It says um, female, uh, specifically a female, California condors don't need males to have offspring, joining sharks, rays, and lizards on the list of creatures that can reproduce without mating. Based. <laughs> and it looks like they have condor children, though. Yeah, I feel like that'd be stressful if you were just like you know living your life and it's like, oh damn, I'm pregnant. I got to now. <laughs> well, I, oh, I, feel I don't like know how it works, probably... but it's possible that they choose. You know, yeah, oh. it's probably it's probably that like I mean, animals are motivated to primarily to reproduce anyway, so they probably are like the environment doesn't have enough males in it, so. You know, time to do the self-impregnation thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to send a picture of these things to the chat because I think they're badass looking. Are those the really angry looking ones? There... They look like almost like eagle vultures. They're really cool. Would their baby just be a clone of themselves? I have no idea. Yeah, it probably <laughs> would. Based. Oh, wow. <laughs> look at that thing. It looks like vultures. Like, yeah. hold on. I'm just going to clone myself. Googling I would probably happiest animals in the planet. A a second one would be like that bird, Dolphin. that huge yes. raptor looking bird that is really angry. What is that called? Um, uh, God, hornbill. Is it hornbill? No, not hornbill. Um, it's really big. Uh, <laughs> big angry bird. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just Google's just giving me Angry Birds. The pro- there's a there's a name for the process. It's called parth- parthenogenesis. Hmm. I'm learning I... things. <laughs> yeah. Um... She blinded me with science. Reproduction from an ovum without fertilization. I assume it's like how chi- like chickens have eggs, but sometimes the eggs can be fertile in this case. <laughs> just go with one of my spirit animals like a uh, raccoon and or lemur except i'm not from madagascar you are kind of a lemur guy i can see it yeah 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 <laughs> constantly being crushed by the contents of a closet <laughs> Uh yeah. I um, watch Madagascar someday. I've never seen those movies. Dude, I feel like it would really be <laughs> your kind of movie, dude. <laughs> I'm really shocked you haven't seen it. I kind of agree. Paul has officially yeah. seen Lilo and Stitch now. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. <laughs> and he fell movies. asleep during the sequel. <laughs> true. Which sequel? The Lilo, Lilo and the... Stitch. The second Which one that, no. that Oh okay. Because there was Stitch yeah. the movie and then there was Stitch has a glitch. It's it's Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch has a glitch, so it's officially yeah. the sequel. Okay. Yeah. I, and I then have they it made on DVD. They made <laughs> they made a um they made a spin-off show on Disney Channel for that. I loved this um show. Where, where it was all about like his different like uh experimental cousins. It's really good. Yeah. And it's good. I love there's one that is like just straight up like the more advanced version of Stitch and it's oh like God. a sonic shadow dynamic. Almost. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Leroy. Yeah. I think this is his name. <laughs> yeah. Leroy. 
I think my favorite part about Lilo and Stitch was learning that the little gremlin man from Lilo and Stitch was was not like an animal. He was just some some dude. He was just some guy who's like, I'm gonna pretend to be this girl's dog. Like, like, like <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, I'm so surprised you hadn't wow. seen it. I guess I yeah, should. <laughs> I'm like 80 years old. <laughs> How old were you when it came out? Like 12? And you're like, oh, I'm yeah. too old for this shit. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Boo. If it's not a Pixar movie, it's not for big kids. That's how I thought. <laughs> nah, I was I was watching new Disney movies up through my uh, well, pretty much. I don't think I ever had a that's for babies phase. Hmm. Congratulations. Fair. <laughs> I still don't have a that's for babies phase. Same. I'll like watch a kids cartoon. <laughs> Currently um, watching through Batman the Animated Series. It's nice. Just finished DuckTales. DuckTales. I have a friend um, with a, a two-year-old daughter, and when I visited, um, Peppa Pig was on, and I was actually like finding <laughs> myself invested in the story. That show is entertaining. It is. It, Peppa Pig? Yeah. Yeah. What? I, <laughs> I watched the I watched some of the like altered like funny videos on like YouTube, but like some of them weren't altered very much, and I was just like, the show is kind of like entertaining. It's like got it's, it's <laughs> like a random events plot, like more bizarre than I thought it would be. I'm not like the MC here, but I feel like we've diverted from high energy intro to slow casual conversation. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I, I every, every time I started speaking in like the last minute, it's been to try to start the episode. So let's begin this episode of Teen Titans Roll. episode opens thousands of feet below the ocean in an underwater cavern the sounds of of, of a machine echo producing in assembly line form a a new narcotic the end result is this white porous rock that can easily be crushed into a fine powder uh, capable of being 
consumed in such form on dry land, but also dispersed and received through the gills of aquatic creatures. A substance that can be rolled and smoked or inhaled that has a similar capability to LSD in the sense that it is not very physically uh, damaging and only requires a small uh, dose to be effective, but produces an effect comparable to dimethyltryptamine. The producers of this substance work tirelessly, and finally, they have produced the proper amount for their purposes. So, Jesse, what, what the hell are you, you like talking about? <laughs> yeah, what what would what would you like to do? I, I'm gonna. This is not my scene at all. I'm barely in it, but I do want to demand a name for this undersea drug. Well, I suppose <laughs> that's that's actually kind of up to you. Did we develop a new drug? Yes. <laughs> Damn, I can't be creative in character. That's impressive. Can we sell it for money? <laughs> I don't want to put more junk out on the streets. This is specifically <laughs> for this situation. Did you just call it chunk? What? Junk. Oh, junk. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I thought I thought it's sort of his naming scheme there. Are we naming the drug chunk? <laughs> Lay chunk. <laughs> we could name it after Trident. <laughs> seaweed is sitting right there. I'm just saying. I know seaweed's the best. I mean, Trident is like a go- the golf. Chunk seaweed. Trident's heel. Seaweed. seaweed. I think. Well, whoever made it is probably going to be the one naming it. I, we all kind of work together in process. It, but, but, um, I'm yeah. not in character, but. <laughs> Yeah. Beast Boy would call it seaweed. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's fitting uh, from from Beast Boy, even though it's really not uh, like weed at all. <laughs> it's not a plant. <laughs> no. Nah. It's, it's the composite of a bunch of different like corals and uh, plants. Can, and can I suggest? Monk. <laughs> can I can I suggest that we? Because it's it white and powdery Chris. like chalk. Chris. What Chris. is white? What what? Chris. can i suggest that we name it seaweed but we like do the letter c and then dash weed and the c stands for like one of the chemicals Hmm. yes sweet (laughs) yeah seaweed seaweed coral weed not that way it doesn't get confused with like actual seaweed (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. coral weed Oh my gosh! Yeah. And then like all the the preteens are gonna be eating like like actual seaweed and pretending it's drugs now, just like how we used to snort Smarties in high school. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yes, all of us who definitely did that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do it, but my friends did. <laughs> yeah, I think I poured root Jeez. beer up my nose once. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've okay. got a new chemical. And we are going to call it seaweed. 
Yes. And um, this is, it can break up into a powder um, actually even finer than cocaine. Um, and so now the next step is to decide on the delivery method. Now, from what you guys have gathered from information from Trident's mind, the main area that houses the machine that um, is uh, running the cloning process is in open air. So an aerosolized form could be um, probably the most effective method um, of getting a large group. Um, and because it's a contained uh, cavern system, that would be particularly effective um, at spreading. Um, they don't have like a replenishing uh, air source. Um, it's just whatever air is trapped down there will become you know, intoxicated um, with with the substance. Um, but then also you could put it in the uh, exit uh, in the water because it can spread through the water as well. That might be a little bit more difficult to keep within the, the cavern, though. It might leak out more effectively out into the, the ocean surrounding. Um, though... It'll quickly disperse in effectiveness um, as it goes further away from the cavern. Well, uh, the question is, those are options where we administrate it to them rather than, like, get them to take it and then self-perpetuate themselves taking it mm -hmm. more. Um, right. Which the, direction the, do we want to go with this? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the second one would probably definitely be reliant on a, a social um uh yeah like a social uh invasion like That's... convincing them that you're friendly um and and doing that whereas the second one could be administered through a stealth in and like throw a bunch of smoke bombs and run true true that but get getting in is still um kind of an issue um so yeah i mean now is the time for you guys to discuss like how you want to approach the mission i mean if we choose to drug them there is the issue of like consent and whether or not we're the good guy listen we're already hey. not killing them so yeah. this is as most much as consent as they're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> but if we have them take it themselves you know that the only other option is to better inside well, I, I mean, we could get, make it, if it's the self, we could do it, the kind of thing where we introduce it to one and then make all the other people, other guys jealous of him or something. So then it would be actually them consenting. We just have to make it look really, really cool. Couldn't we just use disguise self and walk in as one of them and be like, dude, you got to try this? No, they're well, jealous, so it's more of like, it's all mine! You can't I have, have it. it! It's so I good. might have it. <laughs> I don't have disguise self. So, uh, Can I disguise I, somebody else with, like... I, I have disguise self. There you go. Can you so, breathe underwater? No. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. But the, oh, the pressure, the pressure would damage me. The, but... the, the, the spy. Okay, so... If we have disguise self... An option would be telling them it makes them super powerful, having Starfire pretend to take it, 
and then have them just like try and hit her a bunch of times because if they're weak and she's super strong, <laughs> she'd be like, "Look what happens when you take this drug." I want to hear. I'm, I'm sorry. I want to hear you suggest that in character. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just re- I realized halfway through that my voice wasn't changed. <clears throat> I mean, the way that we can do it, they're all about who's the best, aren't they? So if Starfire goes in and says, look how powerful I am with this drug, they might all want to take it, and that would give us the consent clause. Do you wish for me to act? To do the performance? Mm. How good are you at acting? (laughs) I I, I smile smugly. I have some skills. (laughs) <laughs> the, the only problem with that is don't, wouldn't the pressure like injure you when you get down there so you wouldn't like be as strong at your full strength I I believe I will still be very strong I simply cannot stay underwater for a long period of time as the pressure would begin to damage me mm. look I can go down and deliver the, the drugs that you don't have to put yourself in danger I will do it. But, but uh, yeah. Aqualad and I could easily nope. go down there without getting injured. That's that true. Don't they know like Aqualad? The... They well, would know of enemies. Yeah, they would know of Aqualad, so having him approach in like an open, like friendly manner would be suspicious. But maybe if you pretend like you captured him? Oh, be, be like, hey, I captured this guy, and he had this really cool stuff on him that was going to make him super strong so he could kill all of you. But now you can have the super strong stuff. Can, Beast Boy, can you communicate with tri- with the tridents in your animal form? Or is that just a me thing? Um, It would only be one direction. So, like, if trident spoke with his fish telepathy to beast boy in a fish form then he could kind of, he could respond and hear that but but can the beast be boy pretend to be strong <laughs> <coughs> i'm i'm super strong <laughs> somebody just got maynade are you mm. Well, that's why I can turn into T-Rexes. I, 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 I um, sit there and I, I raise my elbow and I say, give, give me the hand wrestle. Um, um, I start sweating. <laughs> what piece, boy? You can't uh, take her? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, here, I, I reach out my hand. <laughs> okay. Are you guys doing doing a an arm wrestling? Arm wrestle. <laughs> arm wrestling. All right. Yeah. And uh, I am, all right. And I have my eyes on Aqualad this whole time, like out of the corner of my eye to see if he's impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you roll a strength contest. You do. Oh all right. Why are we wasting our time? <laughs> That's in character. I'm. I. Yeah. Fair I'm enough. Actually, I do have the ability. Uh, in insinuation, which makes it hard for people to make decisions, which would be really good for, like, you know, convincing somebody. What's your strength modifier? 
My strength modifier, because uh, I forgot how to use this thing, is plus 11. Yep. So I rolled a 2, so that makes this a, thir- a, a, a 13. Alright, so it's like, not, he, it's not like overwhelmingly, you don't break his arm, but you do win. <laughs> I went easy on him. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. She has super space strength. I will perform the role. So Fine. while we're talking, Robin's kind of starting to make um, kind of how it disperses his uh, smoke bombs. Mm-hmm. But he's been slowly trying to make something that you can put the the uh, powder in that'll explode mm-hmm. to like disperse it that way too. Okay. Yeah, just in case you need Just that. in case it doesn't work. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's fair enough. That should be simple enough. You already have smoke bombs, so you basically, you can pretty much just um, empty some of the powder contents from your smoke pellets and put some of the drug in, and then the, yeah, it, it'll disperse in the smoke. Hey, um, and I have a bunch of them on me, so I figure I could just... So, yeah, I have a, uh, the ability to touch an item and make it emit a an, a noise or odor. Can I put like pheromones or something in this? Uh, what? What do you mean? Where would you get? Pheromones? I feel like. <clears throat> Where'd you get pheromones? I don't. Where'd you know. get pheromones? I, I I I I can I can create these things in a lab on the fly. Yeah, I mean, I guess there could be an argument because of this version of the setting that it would actually involve actual odorous That's chemicals fair. but but typically typically this that those abilities I don't feel like they do they don't produce like a a literal smell they create a sensory effect of a smell through of, through magic That's um but yeah However, if we wanted to have the it look have a cool effect, visual effect, just let me know. A. So yeah. So what's what's the plan, guys? I so, think uh, Starfire said that she wants to go in and pretend to be a Triton. Wait, I'm pretending to be Triton. Wait. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Were, I get what it. Were, okay. What else would you be pretending? Uh... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And am I going in as your captive? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. And I'm probably following behind and staying stealthy. Okay, just back up. Yeah. You you can have my hand. What? I have a detachment. Oh, oh I can take his hand with me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was waiting for the visual follow-up, and then I realized this wasn't a visual medium. <laughs> his hand Aqualad. just attaches yeah. and just attaches to my head. Aqualad yeah, you could... Just an extra little something in case you need a help. A helping hand? A helping helping hand. hand. (laughs) That's true. Um, I think, Robin, it would also occur to you that if um, Beast Boy's in the wings, kind of waiting in case they need backup, you could probably give him a bunch of the smoke pellets, and then... That's um, what I thought. That could be the backup. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually. Uh, how many do you think I would have probably been able to make at this point before the mission? Um. Of uh, what smoke pellets? Of the like drug pellets at this point. Mm. 
Well, I what however many smoke pellets you'd have, it wouldn't be too difficult to just put some of the drug in them. Uh, so I think however many you have prepared. Currently, I have about twenty um, compared prepared right now, but I don't know if we need all twenty of them or if I should just make all twenty of them just in mm-hmm. case. Um, it could be useful to um to use as many as possible. Um, the cavern system. Now you've been informed through um. Uh, via tr- your captured trident that trident's thoughts that the cloning machine is like right at in the opening area of the cavern system, which by the way you would easily know is just tactively tactively uh like idiotic like that they like the cavern system in order to produce an army of these guys would have to go much deeper into the the cave right so it's probably very large. So the fact that they didn't just put the cloning machine deep within the cavern in the and, bottom of it and, and have it yeah and have it be more defensible just by virtue of how many of them there would be in there is very stupid. <laughs> they just did the most convenient thing. They walked into a cave and they plopped it right there and they started the process there. It's super dumb. Um yeah, very dumb. And um so this would be a bottleneck. So as long as you effectively um, contaminate the air within this area in a thick dispersal than anyone hatching lower and coming up through the cavern system, assuming there aren't other exits, would would then probably breathe it in and be affected. Um, so, you yeah, know. Alright, so how are we closing up the cave when we're done? We gotta trap them. I mean, if we can get the seismic cannons working... We might be able to collapse the entrance. I mean, we don't want to collapse it too much because the Atlanteans should probably come in and apprehend them all after the fact. So, yeah, I think if we close it up a little bit, I mean, the drugs should be able to keep them down further because if we can disperse it up front and then put it into the cloning machine as well. We should be able to stop any of them from being able to get out without being drugged up, at least. And just so you know, if you we need to leave, like, my hand behind to watch over the operation, I can always make a new one. Can you communicate with your hand the whole uh, time? I can give it instructions, and it has a, a, a 10 intelligence, so it's smart enough to know how to execute so i guess our first our first plan would be starfire turning into trident saying look i found this substance that made me powerful enough to catch aqualad and then try to get them to take it themselves and then if that doesn't work start throwing bees at a hand each of them, um, yeah. I give some to, to Aqualad, Starfire, and then Beast Boy. I'll give six each to them. What? Sorry, what did you give us? <laughs> I gave you my drug smoke bombs. Oh, drug smoke bombs. Okay. What form does the drug regularly take? Um, it's like a powder. So you snort it's like it. A thin. Or... Well, so it starts as like a like a porous rock, like a coral, but it can easily be crumbled into a powder, um, and that's 
the way you'd probably want to consume it. Um, and it could be consumed by like breathing it through your gills if you're an underwater creature uh, underwater or um, like and so like crushing it around you and letting it float in the water or on land it could be snorted like cocaine. Okay. So you snort it. Yes. Um, and have we seen Starfire? Or it could be breathed in in an aerosol form if it's dispersed in the air. And we've seen Starfire um, use this guy's self. If you recall, during Forces <laughs> of Nature, I grew a muscle. Captain Krabs! Oh, dang it. And I did yeah. become Captain Krabs at one point. Yeah, you did some Captain Krabs. Also, she did, uh, uh, before you were Robin Ryan, uh, she did a very unconvincing uh, depiction of Guy Gardner. <laughs> this is oh. true. I tried to become the Green Lantern. Right. Okay. Well, then, in that case, I'm also going to pull out my uh, my breath filter and also hand that to her. If you have to crush it in the area around you, just just put this in, and it should filter it out before you breathe it in. Wait, I'm sorry. What 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 did you give me? I gave you. It's one of those things that you so put you in your mouth and you can high. breathe underwater. Okay. I yeah. I I, I, I nod slowly. I just show her like how to put it in and breathe through it. All they right. shouldn't be able to see it through your disguise self. All right, I will use this. <laughs> Still debating whether I'm going to whether I'm going to actually <laughs> yeah. take it in if there you, or not. <laughs> if you even remember it. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. She wants. Um, she wants to get drugged. <laughs> Yeah. What are you guys doing with your hostage while you go conduct this mission? Robin walks up with some of the uh, the drug mm -hmm. and just goes out of his hand into the into its face. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you blow it into his face. He coughs, <laughs> and very quickly his pupils um, get extremely wide like almost like his whole eyes um and he kind of like looks up at the cavern ceiling and he's just kind of quiet for a moment and then he's just like oh, the man the man in the bowler hat and that's all he mutters wait, for a while wait does that ring a bell to me? No. I mean, that. it's from Meet the Robinsons, but I don't think like we would know. You can believe that. Um, <laughs> you are all welcome to roll a DC like for you guys, uh, like a DC 60 history check, which means it would be impossible. Dang! <laughs> no, no, he's no. saying we, we won't. We won't be able to figure it out. The DC is like sixty. Anyway. Well, at least we know the drug works. Yeah. <laughs> you roll. Four. He's seeing into other dimensions. He's he's just watching Meet the Robinsons in his mind now. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, would could we know? Oh, it's from a movie. 
you guys are assuming it's from a movie. Oh. See, I don't know if that's from a movie or if that's somebody that we haven't met in the CIA yet. I'm just in saying the CIA. that you are definitely referencing Heath Robinson's, even if you don't mean to. You are referencing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay, Titans, you ready to start this mission? Ready. <laughs> Is Raven just chilling in the ship? <laughs> Watching people get drugged from afar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're all in the cavern right Raven's now. Raven's just gonna stay um, in the ship and do drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you could, yeah, you guys could stay in the ship. So I guess, so the plan being that you guys go in the submarine, but you have Beast Boy with the homunculus hand waiting in the wings underwater, um, and uh, for backup plan b to throw a bunch of pellets in should the plan of starfire disguised as trident uh with uh aqualad as a hostage fail and then implanting it in the cloning machine if possible yeah okay it was starfire if you if you need someone to uh uh travel you down quickly through the water to get there i i could i could be a fast fish um, thank you, Beast Boy, but I am also the fast swimmer. Oh, right. All right. I'll just follow. <laughs> Compelling character interaction. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess, um, are you guys, like, tying, um... Uh, your fake hostage uh, Aqualad hands, or what's yeah? How, what's the approach? Um, yeah, I guess we'll wait. Oh yeah, fake Aqualad. So yeah, I guess I'll uh, I guess I'll tie his arms behind his back. All right. Um, um maybe get there first and then tie him up. <laughs> yeah. Um, hot. I mutter it. I, I mutter it under my breath. I, I, I blush and slowly untie him. <laughs> Aqualad is very flustered right now. Uh, um, um, okay, okay. Let's go. Okay, all right. Find him We're in going. the water right before we go up there. All right. You, uh, you guys are going? All right, Yay. so... You guys, you take the sub to the location um, shown to you. Uh, Raven, you have, like, basically you have the memories of, of Trident uh, in your head. So you can, you know how to get there. And you guide them uh, to this cavern open opening. Um, and there's no one outside of the cavern um, at the moment. And... Um, this cave and so yeah the whoever is going in the water can can go all right yeah i'll uh i'll dive right into the water all right um i am i sitting my hand with her and i guess it's just hiding beneath her disguise she's wearing a disguise right wait who who is the hand going with aqua um beast boy in who's going to be in the water or probably um, starfire i mean if if she it can be hidden easily right on her person um 
that way too you would have a line of communication you wait can you like see through it or something to i don't with think it? i can at that distance hmm. really i just have to tell give it give it instructions and trust trust its intelligence to not be stupid okay but it does so basically intelligence so it should yeah be able to so it yeah it should be able to know if things are going bad to i guess contact uh beast boy or contact yeah if it can contact robin you could probably um give it a communicator so it could like ping the communicator that's fair. um so that Robin would know and then could give the command to Beast Boy to to engage if, if things I think go bad. that's pretty solid. Alright. Um, yeah, it'll just catch somewhere on her back or something underneath the illusion. Alright. Um, yeah, so I turn in... So I uh, sort of jump up in the air and do like an acrobatic dive flip and mid-flip I turn into Trident. Cool. <laughs> and jump into the water. Roll acrobatics. <laughs> All right, uh, that's a that's a dex one, right? Yes. Oh no, my dex is only plus seven. Thirteen. Ha! I knew you would notoriously, as Paul does in this game, roll low despite having big modifiers. So thirteen. <laughs> so basically, you do this flip. It's definitely not impressive by like Robin's standards. <laughs> he was doing he was doing stuff like this when he was like like eight <laughs> robin ain't um, judging rob's not judging who cares about robin i'm trying to look good for aqualad so yeah oh. it's not as much <laughs> it's you. not as much of a dive as much as it's it's a bigger splash into the water <laughs> that's fair but when nobody's looking yeah. robin holds up a six <laughs> <laughs> mid <laughs> okay um all right so um Wait, are you diving into the water and uh, I'll jump I'll was... jump in and I'll flip in midair, I'll flip I'll turn into a sailfish and then dive down. <laughs> so wait, but my question then is is I was just gonna say that you guys were already in the submarine and outside of the enemy cavern. But oh, okay. Yeah. I mean Starfire, oh. you could swim there along with the submarine. But you'd be subject to the underwater pressures for much longer. That's fine. We'll oh. do it. We'll do it your boring way. She she did that <laughs> through the airlock in the bottom of the thing. Yeah, sure. it's, uh, it's kind of. <laughs> sure, That's why whatever. she couldn't do a, like a big flip. It was like yeah, <laughs> it's the airlock's fault. It was kind of weird and awkward. <laughs> Wait, so where uh, are we? We're on the submarine. You're in the submarine. Well, whoever needs to be in the submarine. Oh, how do we get in. here? Uh, would be <laughs> in the submarine. the submarine. No, no, no. All that was done in the cave. But what I'm saying is, you guys could ride the submarine to the enemy location. <laughs> We're not following the script, you guys. Do we have Do well, we have big sacks of these drugs now? Uh, yeah. You You basically okay. you'd have you'd have them um, in the cargo hold and. Um, you could open it from outside of the sub and carry them in. Um, yeah. All right. So who the point is, whoever's going in is going in. Yeah. So you have Aqualad bound and uh, Starfire with um, with Beast Boy following behind. Beast Boy, what kind of form are you taking to wait in the wings? How far are we swimming? Is it just right there? 
it's basically through a cavern so it's it's only like maybe a hundred feet or so um okay. like from um, the entrance to up where the water ends inside then i i'm the gonna be a giant octopus uh so that i can camouflage with the walls and also so i have arms to carry the smoke bombs mm, very good very good all right so yeah you guys kind of go through the cavern um and you exit uh, you guys and you are disguised as Trident um, and you swim through. I would say um, uh, for this distance, um, you probably wouldn't be. Uh, well, let's see, 60 feet around for or let's say 120 if you're dashing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys are you aren't quite under the water long enough to experience the full effect of the prefer of the pressure starfire, so you're actually okay. You won't okay. take any damage. Cool. Um, um yeah. So Alright. And the submarine is waiting outside, kind of hovering above, ready to blast the uh entrance when it needs to. Alright. So you guys um, head in and you swim up through this cavern until you see the water, um, the surface of the water above, and you come up through and walk into a cavern. Um, what you see is this open um, cave, this dark cave. And as you walk through, there is a bunch of, uh, bunch of these orange sacks like um with like goo lattice work like kind of like spreading throughout onto the ceiling of the cavern and there's this machine with a bunch of barrels with like uh toxic waste like indicator like that um yellow symbol um that all connected to it with a bunch of orange goo um, and it has, it's this big machine and it's kind of like humming with like, uh, a low, like kind of function. Um, and it connects to all of these, um, all of these strange sacks on the ceiling, um, and around that. And there are caverns that lead further within, but this opening area is the most open area and you see the machine. Um, and yeah so for the moment um there is no one um around um so yeah um it's trident and or fake trident and aqualat so what would you guys like to do do you want to head further like over to where the machine is um yeah i think i think we'll be heading in that direction uh, as he is now actually tied up. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much of a choice. <laughs> move along, move along, the prisoner, fellow tridents. I, I, I have captured our our enemy, the Aqualad. As you speak from around the corners, basically, and starting to hatch even some new ones out of these eggs from the ceiling. These fully grown tridents fall down, all gooey and newly born, um, and they look to you, 
um, uh, many of them with uh, tridents um, uh, like like the original one. Um, seems that these objects aren't too difficult to manufacture, and they they kind of walk up and gather around. It's probably like um, a few dozen at this point already. Um, and they look and they say, Oh, you have, you have captured a might, a so-called mighty Atlantean hero. And another one says, how was this accomplished? Yes, rejoice for I, the strongest of the tridents have captured the hero of Atlantis by taking, and I hold out the drug and say, his <laughs> magical rocks. <laughs> uh, there's kind of like a, oh, oh magical rocks. Great, and and, and, and as, they, as they observe, I punch the ceiling of this cave. Alright, so you kind of like do like a jump up like Shoryuken to yeah, like punch basically. the ceiling. <laughs> um, okay, well... Um, I was gonna. <laughs> I was actually gonna give you disadvantage on deception because you you said, or or persuasion because you said the strongest, uh, and that was bad. But then you actually proved yeah. it. Uh, so I'll just yeah, just a flat um, uh, deception or persuasion check. Uh, I, I'd accept either one. You're really gonna um, you're still and, gonna make me roll charisma here. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, however. Um, I will say, um, you can, uh, Aqualad, you can act pathetic and, and add to basically give, uh, Starfire advantage if you would like. Okay. Yeah. I'm to just assist. Gonna... Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of slumping down, trying to look sort of defeated, um, mm -hmm. Please, please don't hurt me anymore. <laughs> I, All I right. surrender. Okay. Not another um, word, or it is another beating for you. <laughs> please, no. <laughs> I will spank you. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean uh, yeah, oh no. Hot. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, yeah, roll, roll with... Oh, um... <laughs> But you rolled a two. Well, you get advantage because... Oh, good. Thing. Okay. Okay. Not over yet. Although this could be another... If you roll correctly. This this could also be another um, Thunder and Lightning situation. 19! Yo! A 19. Nat and that was 20. a nat 20. All right. So, yes. With that, it's like the, uh, the added charisma with which the Paladin uh, Aqualad uh, adds to the objectively impressive showing um and the doltish minds of the other tridents um all comes together in a perfect moment they're like oh um and they are all in awe and they say one is like mm, must have been a secret atlantean uh, concoction yes to create super soldiers to try to defeat us but we have gained access to it. Their strength is now our own. We will defeat them handedly. Rejoice, my brothers, and join me in the spanking of the hostage. And I hand, <laughs> and I hand out uh, the drugs to them. Yeah, so you start handing them out, and, pe and some 
people start like cracking them open. They say, mmm, this is strange, fine coral powder. Mmm, yes, very good. Something like something uh, I had something akin to this as a lad. Um, <laughs> and then other ones start lining up. Yes, commence the spanking ceremony. <laughs> and they're basically like waiting for Starfire to like to bend Aqualad over so that they can start spanking. I, I, I look, I look him in the eyes. Like I think we got to do this. <laughs> I'm like, what did you just get us into? <laughs> How does he respond? I I look at you like, what the hell? <laughs> I just, yeah, I've I've bent him over. <laughs> oh no! All right, do you do you accept this? <laughs> Begrudgingly, uh, for the fate of Atlantis. <laughs> A seven mile spanking right. machine. Is yeah. So basically. Oh, yeah, the line begins, and you um, begin to be spanked by dozens and dozens of (laughs) individuals. Uh, Some try to get two or three in, but the others kind of like say, hey, no, you are are taking too many. Single spanking for everyone, so that we can get through this, like, because there's so many of them. How much damage do I take? (laughs) Um, I don't think you would take damage at first, but <laughs> after like 20 of them, your bum starts to feel kind of sore. Um, so probably like, you know, by the time they start getting too high to like effectively to, to maintain the spank circle, um, probably like 10, 10 okay. damage. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting railed. <laughs> <laughs> and then Aqualad had a spank train ran on him. <laughs> Aqualad's um, like, I am never working. Am I, am I witnessing this or am I like hiding in the water? Um, You are under the water. I don't think that the sound would carry through the water very well. Can I just have a microphone sound going to the rest of the party? So they can hear what's going on? They're all just sitting silently. Like, Is this fan service? They're all just sitting silently while Aqualad's like, This is definitely fan service. I would fight it, but I actually have very little confidence in my acting capabilities, so I'm like, I think we have to yes end this. (laughs) Yeah. I feel it's... (laughs) No, Starfire wanted this. Um, Okay. (laughs) Um, Alright, so yeah, eventually, though, the drug is spread amongst the group, they start to crack it open it disperses in the air kind of as they kind of like drop some rocks and they like turn into powder easily and then they also snort it and they start <laughs> like they start getting really weird uh and snorting it off of each other in weird ways and uh eventually basically the whole like like oh no, they're group, gonna start orgying uh, they, Teen Titans, no. Go, Teen Titans roll the lost episode. One where they spank 
and have like self um it basically it doesn't go that far because as soon as like an individual gets high they sort of drift off and uh basically they start muttering things like about a man in a bowler hat uh the man dressed in black um and and then some actually start ha- seeming to have like really bad trips and they're like no don't hurt me man in the green cloak um and feeling and like yeah basically half of them like seem to be like just muttering about a man in a bowler hat and the other ones are like kind of cowering in fear and muttering about a man in a green cloak and um so and then some of them go like into the deeper caverns to like share it with the the um the clones who are <laughs> further within so they kind of spread out um but yeah i think you guys have successfully um like so the group around you is immediately around you is starting to become too intoxicated to even question if you guys just left at this point so uh yeah um what would you like to do that was our whole plan pretty much right right well we gotta we gotta step out and we gotta step out and seal the cavern now okay yeah i will um just casually slip out with aqualad and i gotta put the icon Okay. I'll I'll snap his restraints off once we're out. All right. Um, Yeah, you are grateful for the um, the salt water. It kind of stings, but you know it's a good like healing sting. The salt water on on your bum uh, (laughs) as you go out into the water. Um, And yeah, you know that was going to be either a success. Or a very quick pylon of like exponentially increasing like challenge rating difficulty as you fight just like a hundred tridents. But uh, yeah, you guys were successful there. So extra drugs. We need to have a party. Yeah, you guys have a lot of extra drugs. Well, basically, you would have had to leave a lot with the group, like a big like you know uh, like duffel bag worth at least or a few couple but you would have a little left over and of course the individuals who took some before would have some left so it's just sort of a decision about what you want to do with it but yeah you guys go outside and um yeah uh you can blast the opening of the cavern to try to seal it if you would like to uh robin first wants to write down the coordinates on it so that we can get Mm. um the Atlanteans, the direct route to it? Yes. He's like, okay, Cyborg, close it up. He's, I, I put my finger over the button and it's like, this isn't going to kill them all, is it? Uh, it shouldn't. If, um, I mean, I'm assuming, well, make sure it's just the, the rocks at the front of it. We don't want to collapse the whole cave. Alright, Robin. I'll take your word for it. And I press the button. All right. You they all die. <laughs> There's a boom as the blast uh, hits the top of the cavern. Um, and the rocks crumble over the opening. Um, 
And so, yeah, basically now it's just to wait for the can like a fish eventually returns and gives advance warning to you, Aqualad, that that Atlantis has received the message um, and that they will send a contingent force to be there in about a day and they will be able to um um, they'll be able to hopefully help the situation so basically it's like at this point it's like the titans don't necessarily need to stick around for that long if you're confident that the cavern's sealed and that they're incapacitated and then the um the then the atlantean military couldn't can dig it out and go in and start arresting people. Aqualad, you're going to be around to see that that happens, right? Yes. Well, we very much appreciate your help. Anytime. Wait, are we, are we yeah. like, where are we right now? So you're under the water. Um, now you could decide if you want to make sure that the Titans are safe. You could guide them back to um the overworld um yeah. if you would like yeah I'll, I'll do that once we're in the once we're in the submarine i i sort of i sort of go up to raven and i'm just like whispering and i'm like friend raven i fear i came on too strong <laughs> and because you guys are in separate compartments and have to use a mic system it probably just broadcasts <laughs> to the whole ship <laughs> what, is she, what is she referring to <laughs> I, uh, I, I genuinely yeah. don't know what she's referring to. <laughs> when, when well, I... yeah, I mean, in character, probably not either. But um... <laughs> Wait, is she referring to making um, Aqualad get spanked? Is that what she's talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm referring to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's probably referring to like the instance that caused there to be just a like like twenty minutes of. <laughs> Uh, of Aqualad moaning into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, um, Raven just like thinks about it for a second and just shrugs <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> Can't walk away in a compartment. In I, I go do something else. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you start twiddling your thumbs. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, you guys can probably have a relative relatively silent and awkward trip back up to the titan's tower um uh you know it takes it probably takes uh a couple hours um but you know uh because it's in the deeper ocean um would this be a good time to do drugs would this be a good time to do drugs (laughs) maybe um it's kind of a question of anything else happens between now and then, but back at the um, tower, guys. I mean, if it's going to be several hour trip, <laughs> I oh, at least I at least suggest it to to those interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What does Robin say to that? We're on mission, guys. If you want to do it, then you can do it back at the tower. Yeah. All right. I shrink right. back into the shadows. <laughs> I think I say, I wonder if I can turn that, put this stuff into a cannon blast. Oh boy. Just like freaking, uh, like sleeper gas pellets. <laughs> um, so See, you guys, cannon! you guys, um, go back up to the surface, back to 
the tower and you guys are now on the coast of your little island. Um, and by the end of the mission, you know, Robin, you've been feeling kind of like the situation probably wasn't handled in the most professional <laughs> manner. <laughs> uh, you feel like maybe a token of some sort would be appropriate. <laughs> a token of some sort? To uh, Aqualad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Aqualad, um, I don't, I don't know, uh, seemed like it was a rough mission down there, but, uh, thank you for your help. You know, I, besides Tram, I normally don't work with a team, um, but this has been good. I, the fact we had different people to help it's um i don't know i might work with the team in the future i kind of well, side-eye starfire like uh with some conditions but you know <laughs> i see him looking at me and i start blowing. no he was into it <laughs> i take all the wrong signals from that <laughs> yeah. well if you ever need a team again and i want to hand him a uh, communicator let me know so if you're ever uh, in my neck of the woods and need some help. Same here. And that goes two ways, so we'll be able to contact you at any point. Just, uh, could I not get spanked next time? I don't know how it came to that. I'm sorry. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually say that in canon, like, as I float yeah. by. <laughs> no that that's actually pretty funny you're funny she blushes oh <laughs> robin just looks so confused <laughs> i look at beast boy and i'm like hey um thanks for the help out there yeah i guess i guess you're pretty good at swimming I, so are you i mean I can't say I'm any better than any of the creatures down there, and you kind of are, so, you know. I just kind of sc scratch my head, just like, ah, oh, sucks, thanks. Cyborg, <laughs> and I'm like, thanks for helping Tram out with the ship. He really oh, yeah. appreciated it. I, he likes to have somebody to kind of talk mechanics with. Look right at Starfire. On. I kind of uncomfortably nod. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That, right on, that guy's smart. I'm, I'm getting the vibe now and just sort of just sort of re retreating. He could come by an outfit underneath the tower where it meets the water any day. Nice. Uncle Ed, you're all right. Right back at you. <laughs> it's like a freeze-framed sitcom ending. <laughs> yeah it's just sort of like we will continue this professional relationship i guess <laughs> uh, yeah kind of foreshadow the titans east i don't know yeah yeah He's still in the gills <laughs> everywhere you oh, look gosh. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well that was certainly something <laughs> well uh, if you like that, or if you didn't, uh, 
feel free to let us know on our social media on Facebook at Mind Theater Media and on Twitter at Mind Theater TWT. And you can email us at mindtheatermedia at gmail.com. That's M-I-N-D-T-H-E-A-T-R-E-M-E-D-I-A at gmail.com. Another thing you could email us about is I will be going to the Anime Matsuri Convention in Houston, Texas at the end of this month. This is will be the most uh, recent released recording um, leading up to that. So on the very small off chance that you're a listener and you are also in the area or going to that convention, uh, feel free to shoot me an email or send me a DM um, either through Facebook or Twitter and I would love to meet you and hang out and if you're not if none of you are going that's fine rest assured I will be doing my best to be social and shilling shilling the podcast as much as I can so without further ado let's get back to whatever this is Okay, so yeah, uh, Aqualad uh, shortly heads back um, to uh, his own realm, and the Titans are done with their mission. Uh, Successful, albeit sort of strange conclusion. Um, And yeah, you guys now have some free time uh, to engage (laughs) with whatever you would like um are we doing this guys we kind (laughs) of yes so my my question my only question is um are you guys kind are those of you who are engaging with this doing so in a group setting all together or are you going in kind of like your own rooms doing it on your own it's better to do drugs with your friends (laughs) <laughs> I, feel, I feel like beast boy as rebellious as he is is still too good of a boy and unless he was mm. peer pressured would would kind of like i don't know guys I, I, <laughs> we I, talked I, about this who starts i know it? i don't I know. like maybe it's who who starts it is it starfire yeah starfire and raven combined Star, starfire is not initiating anything anymore because she feels terrible about making out <laughs> 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 and about the fact that Aqualad clearly wanted to be spanked by Raven and not by her. And <laughs> we <laughs> So all Raven's gonna Raven. initiate, I guess. <laughs> okay. We step to the rooftop and just are like, whoa, look at like uh, the ocean. That's that's pretty tight. No, I thought we saw Wait, the- we have, she, <laughs> hasn't she hasn't given it. She hasn't. Did oh. you just take the drugs already? No, oh, no, no. Sorry, she. We're we're starting that. Okay, go ahead. You you, you, you go ahead. Yeah, you don't know what the drug does yet. No, we don't. Are you all, are you all taking it at the same time together? No. 
I, I, I really well, well, no, yeah, no, not all all who are engaging, which I'm assuming is is everyone but Robin. Robin, just, <laughs> like Robin's mud. He's not doing it. Robin, Beast yeah. Boy, will you join us in the ingesting in the ingesting of uh psycho of psychoactive materials? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm gonna be monitoring the comms while you guys have fun. Ah. Uh. Raven kind of floats around Beast Boy and she's like, don't you want to know who the bowler hat guy is? <laughs> I, I, I walk up, I'm like, ah, oh, hell, if everybody else is doing it, come on, she Beast high Boy. Fives. She high fives Cyborg. <laughs> Listen, whatever they were seeing, I want to know what the hell that is. All right. She nods. Um, and she I also guess... drags Starfire with her. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm willingly following along. I don't think it's right. right. Just in case. Something I'm not willing to do. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, basically, uh, I guess my only question for Robin in the meantime, you guys did have a little bit of excess content of this narcotic uh, outside of what everyone took um, that you brought back with you, are you keeping this for future use um, or are you like handing it over to the DEA? <laughs> um, so, so how much excess do we have? Um, time to Google and put on a list. How much uh, is a lot of drugs? How much is a lot of drugs? I know Robin's a good boy, but I wish he'd let us keep it. In kilos. <laughs> okay. We should probably give some some of it to scientists to examine it for medical properties. Oh, I mean, I, I'm keeping, yeah, examine I'm keeping it. a little totally. bit. <laughs> I'm keeping some for scientific purposes. I mean, come on. Uh, all right. Yeah. You guys, you wouldn't have to take very much, like, you know, maybe like a few hundred grams for that kind of thing. Uh, I but... feel like at most we would have taken a kilo. I feel like okay. we would have left the, left it to make sure that the, the drug up trident right. stayed. Right. Up. Either, either to the tridents or in the uh, future custody of the uh, Atlantean uh, kingdom. The Atlanteans are about to become like giant druggies. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you. I think you just we, like we started the drug, drug crime. Like, we started like the the secret like drug the uh, war on drugs of, um, <laughs> of of Atlantis. And yeah, they start got... like a dare program down in Atlantis. <laughs> the dare spokesman as <laughs> if you do these drugs, you'll get spanked. <laughs> Kids, but he didn't do the drugs. On my ass. <laughs> if you do the drugs, you will spank other people. No, yeah. some people are into that. You don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, wait, people are into being spanked too. Hold on. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aqualad might be into that in the right context. Not a bunch of ugly <laughs> reptile men. <laughs> it's like shape of water. <laughs> Um, what I'm hearing is he does in fact want Raven to spank him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I feel like so we anyway. talk about that. <laughs> like, man, all right, that was some crazy spanking that was going on there. I'm definitely going to gather up the drug bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, gather up. I'll I'll leave like like enough for them to have a little bit of fun for now and in the future, and then we're mm. going to. Bless. 
we're going to probably. I say we need to okay. we need to give this to the DEA, just mm. in case it becomes an issue. Yeah. Now you do know, you know, just calling the DEA and telling them you have a bunch of drugs, even though you're superheroes and you kind of enjoy an elevated status, would probably raise some eyebrows and like have be some trouble, some paperwork. However, you do have a contact that you believe might maybe more uh, discreet about this in um, the FBI agent um, uh, that you were contacted by alongside of Plastic Man. Plastic Man. <laughs> just give them all the drugs. Like, can you, just, can you, can you dispose of this? Give it do, I just, do I just have her phone number? Our name associated with it. Well, yeah, she gave you, she basically gave you her number to a secure line to contact her. Um, should you want to move forward with the deal? Um, so you could probably contact her for, for this. Oh, I didn't actually contact her about doing the deal after we agreed mm. about it. We should okay. do that. Well, I'll do that while they get high. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So back to them getting high. All right. I want everyone to roll constitution. Oh my great. Oh, I gotta look. Oh no. I don't even know what my constitution is. <laughs> cyborg and cy- cyborg one. I got a nat one, you guys. Wow. It's plus oh, no, nine, you're high. Ten, but it's a nat one. You are yeah. high as heaven. Why am I rolling such garbage? Wow. Today? I'm going to have to do a lot of this stuff. Always with Starfire. Yeah. <laughs> Except unless well, they're a strength well, roll, then she can, well, like, so, you know, yeah. impale through people. I'm going to have to do a so lot of So basically, you guys, it's less about how much you need to do to get high and more about if you have a good or a bad trip. Oh, no. Oh, I see. Oh, no. I have the best trip. I, I'm like, hey, hey, Beast Boy, Beast Boy, you should like... Ah, what? Can you, like, right. turn no, into a I am dictating... Like a I am dictating... All right, I am dictating the trip. Okay. Now, uh, Charlie, what, what kind of uh, modifier do you have to that? Uh, plus zero. Okay, so so basically, I am seeing that the um so Krista rolled a twelve. Uh, Paul rolled a one plus nine. So even the considering the fact that you can't crit fail on saving throws, that's not great. Um, Cyborg rolled a twenty eight, um, and um raven rolled an eight so basically i'm gonna put cyborg and beast boy in the considered success range um and um and raven and starfire uh (laughs) not so much at least we get to have a bad trip together (laughs) oh no girl power girl time (laughs) (laughs) all right so as you guys all fade into this, it's not like you black out or become less conscious. It's more like you become more conscious. You start to look around the room at each other, at the carpet, and you start to hyper-focus on details to the point where you you start, you see like the texture on the walls or the couch or the carpet um, and they become extremely detailed and then the geometric shapes start to manipulate and you start to see like you start to get insight into like the deep 
complex quantum geometry of the objects themselves. As you get lost in those details, you start to almost like you're being pulled forward um, out of your normal experience into those shapes and details. And as you look around, you actually see almost as if you were all traveling together through this strange, constantly changing portal of shapes um, as your perspective rushes forward. The shapes start to change um, into objects, individuals. You start to see these strange uh, entities as you rush past large purple woman lots of little chittering elves um, and until you move even past those until you are just in a void white detailless and you look around and there's nothing there but then it's almost like you blink and you see a man and it's an older gentleman a human he has a bushy white mustache. Um, your first remark is that he kind of looks like the Monopoly man. He has uh, bowler hats. He has a, an umbrella, a black umbrella, um, hanging off the crook of his arms. And he has, uh, he's dressed in a, a suit, a uh, black suit, kind of with some, like one of those, those long uh, coattails. And he turns and looks at you, and he doesn't seem surprised so much as frustrated and he says what is this non what is this nonsense he's allowed be gone and when he says that he kind of waves his hand and um uh starfire and and raven yes you suddenly you are grabbed by these large uh, enormous um, green-gloved hands that pull you from the realm. But Cyborg and um, and Beast Boy, you remain in the void. Uh, somehow you, with this, with the Bowler Hat Man, somehow you um, were not dismissed. And to this, the man looks frustrated. Um, but to go back to, um, to Starfire and Raven, you are pulled out of this realm, out of this void, this blank void into a cosmic galaxy. Um, basically you look around you and you are, you're still being held in these, um, well, you're not, no longer held in these hands, but you are standing in like an infinite cosmos you see galaxies and stars around you and planets at varying distances and suns at impossibly close distances um um like for you not to be burned up but you feel fine and then looking over you towering arms crossed is this figure um hooded figure with a green cloak and hood um, eyes glowing intensely from underneath the hood and he has um, basically like kind of like how Superman has like underwear like on the outside of his thing he has like one of those situations 
but then he just has gray skin, um, like, uh, like, and no, no shirt, um, or pant legs, and he has, like, these green shoes, um, almost, like, Peter Pan-esque, but he is massive. He's, like, impossibly huge. Your perspective almost warps like it would when you first see the Grand Canyon, a space so vast that you're never, you're not used to it. Um, he is almost, it's, I mean, it's like seeing Cthulhu in a dream. He is impossibly big. And he looks down at you both and says, <sighs> I hate having to babysit when mortals go on these vision quests. <laughs> um, with that, we jump back to the void. Cyborg and Beast Boy, you're standing there looking at this uh, this weird Monopoly look, Monopoly man looking motherfucker, and he's kind of looking at you, tapping his foot impatiently. He's like, "Seriously, I have to wait for this for the effects to wear off." Hey, buddy, you. Who are uh, you? Yeah, effects. Uh, what? Where did Starfire and Raven go? Are we of clear mind? Or is this, like, are we high? You are of clear mind. Oh, I was like, hey, where are we? Where did Starfire and Raven go? Who who, who are you? What? what? Uh, Cyborg, why are we both seeing this guy? Because it, it's the guy in the bowler hat. It's what all the fish people talked about. Hello, bowler hat guy. Hey, hey. Who? Why does everyone high see you? <laughs> Hello. <sighs> Just waving my he arms sighs. at him. He sighs. Here a while. But... And he says, <sighs> Yes. Who am I? Well, you'll forget most of this experience when you, Are you stuck here? come out of it. <laughs> That's a shame. He sighs and says, Am I stuck here? Yeah. Are you? He says, It is simultaneously impossible for me to be stuck anywhere, and yet I do serve at the whim of another. Who is that? I'm not very interested in causing irreparable damage to your psyche at this time. Can you tell us your name? My name. I've had many names. I I look at Cyborg and I roll my eyes. Beast boy, beast boy, come on, let the man talk. He uh he says I've had many names. Well, give us give us one that give us just give us one. What can we call you? One of my more popular names, or conceptions of me, is God. But I would prefer if you just referred to me as the Presence. Hold on, just a second. Can I roll history check on God? <laughs> uh, yeah. Good shit. Let's see here. <laughs> That's a, uh, 
Yeah, I got a 30. It, that 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 would technically be a religion check. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just straight intelligence. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, you, you did roll a natural 20, though. So, yes. basically, <laughs> the instant question that comes to your mind is, well, which god? Abrahamic? Egyptian? Muslim? Like, what? What is this guy trying to say right. exactly about being God? I probably so I I ask. Okay, hold on. You're obviously some conception of God, and you both go by many names. But you just said you work for someone. Now, what the, I, I understand, you you say this is kind of uh, mind blowing, but I think we're already blowing our minds here anyway. So, what's a little bit more blowing? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh... Wow, I cannot believe that I have to indulge the influences of your other selves in this conversation. It brings many unexpected elements uh, to the to this version of the universe. Look. But to answer your question, it is true I am a conception of God. And it is also simultaneously true that the conceptions of God are interpretations of myself. Both of these things exist in a quantum state. A superposition, to put it in terms that you may understand, Cyborg. Mm. Yeah, Alright, I'm starting to get you. I don't understand. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this room is very empty there's like nothing in it yeah well i say hey well look you obviously are stuck here or something like that is there anything we can do for you like you've got to want something he just said he's god i think can't god like do a lot like anything i don't know that theoretically but i don't know huh <sighs> Yeah, he says, let me put a limit on this conversation. Um, and suddenly the realm changes. What is uh, What started as a white empty void suddenly becomes a dark one. You can still see around you well, but there is no light. You can see him, you can see each other, but nothing else. You float in an empty void and... In the, he steps to the side, and in the distance, you see a gigantic white hand. There is... Um, Shit, it's Master Hand. <laughs> basically, it looks like that. And this white hand is slowly, close, very slowly closing into a fist. There is... But within the palm are a bunch of galaxies and nebulas. Um, and this looks like by the scale of the size of these nebulas in its hand, this thing is probably millions of miles away. And yet somehow you can see it in the distance as a massive object. It is slowly condensing like close the fist closing. And as it does, the matter within begins to condense. And he looks to you and says, you have until the big bang begins until uh, to ask me questions. And then we're going to switch over quickly to the other group. So 
Raven, Starfire, you are standing, being scrutinized by this gigantic entity um, in the green cloak uh, with gray skin in its underwear, basically, and it's looking down at you. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, does Raven know who this is? I look at Starfire. Uh, I guess I should roll, right? Something? You've, yeah, go ahead and roll Religion um, or Arcana. I mean, they would be the same roll. So it's Intelligence plus your Proficiency. Okay, hold Cause on. Because you're, you're, all, you're all Astral and everything, so... Hmm. I, I don't know shit, do I? Um, <laughs> should I roll? Uh, you could, I suppose. Um, it'd be... Maybe she's got, like, some cool history uh, book on It'd her be history. <laughs> I'll say for Raven, you, um... You have these vague, like... You have this vague memory of, like, an entity being described as large and powerful interceding when individuals of arcane ambition um, get a little too ambitious and this could be that entity. Hmm. Okay. I got a seven. Yeah. You don't know anything. And <laughs> she only knew that much because of basically like her route of study. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it looks down at you. It uh, kind of looks at its wrist as if there's a watch there, but there is no watch. And it kind of says, how long is this going to take? Of all the annoyances, this is my least favorite. Babysitting druggies. He says, I would even wish that it were more of John Constantine's meddling that I would be dealing with now. If you hate us so much, why don't you take us back to uh, Beast Boy and Cyborg? You have been expelled successfully from that place and put under my care until the time that you drop out of this high, as you call it. I mean, we don't have to stay here. We can go back where where they are. You most certainly cannot. Why? Because I'm here to make sure that you do not. Why did they get to stay? Some meddling that my master has mentioned. Some influence. This should be impossible, but... Somehow it is. This is not what happens when you take Fargarzi and um. Pongo Fungus. <laughs> no, it is not. I don't, I don't think this happens with most drugs, Starfire. Somehow your lot has managed to concoct something particularly potent. Though you will forget most of this experience upon your return, it is troublesome and possibly the arbitrary influence of another great entity. Is there a way 
for me to not forget this experience. He looks at you and says, If there were, I would not tell you. She thinks for a minute and she's like, Is there anything that you can tell me that I can take back with me? His eyes narrow as if he's considering something. And um, all that I can tell you, daughter of, of the depths, is that you are insignificant to me. But should you fail in your responsibilities, even I may have to step in. I would rather not. Responsibilities? She quiets at that point. What responsibilities do we carry to you, large green underpants man? (laughs) (laughs) Daughter of Tamaran, your power and influence could never be great enough for me to have to intercede. I speak only to your companion. I just sort of make a pouty face and stop talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) Or even just, like, puts a hand on (laughs) Starfire's shoulder. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. at that point, I think we'll we'll jump back to the conversation at the beginning of time um, to uh, the other two. So basically, he has just informed you that the event that you see in the distance is uh, is the beginning of the Big Bang. And um, he says, he repeats, As I have said, you have until my hand condenses all matter into a singular point and then releases, creating the Big Bang, to ask me your questions. I am under no obligation to answer any of them, but I am amusing a secondary influence. And then when he sticks out his middle finger, the Big Bang Theory starts airing. <laughs> what, what, what if I like got in? What if, what if I like got in the way of you touching that big thing over there? Or, or I take out my blaster and like, what if? What if? What if I like shot energy at it, and I just blaze radiant energy from my arm cannon? As you. As start to radiate um, energy from your arm cannon, the light, as it travels out, it suddenly only travels in a singular direction towards the hand that is pulling all matter to it. And as you notice this, the hand almost appears like it is slowly being getting larger, or perhaps you are getting closer. You know enough about physics, um, well, to begin with, to know that this event would normally be impossible to observe. But the fact that it is, if any physics is operating as it should in this moment, well, matter is being drawn to a singular point for the Big Bang, and you are matter. Can I cast Rope Trick and see what's outside of outside of time? Okay, that basically creates a pocket dimension, correct? Yes. Yeah. You go to cast the spell, and you start to see the uh, interdimensional portal try to form. It's not invisible like it should be, 
um, like that effect seems to have been stripped away and the portal starts to flicker and then gets torn asunder and sucked into the big bag. Huh. So are we, can we move? Like, can we like, sw- we're floating, but can we like swim or like, like, like spin and stuff? Um, you try and, but you don't move at all. Yeah, I, I try and turn into a dolphin and swim and I, it doesn't yeah. work. You basically, you don't move at all um, because you're like, if you're floating in, in a vacuum, uh, a cyborg, you would understand this. It's like people have this conception you can swim through a vacuum. You can't. You just stay in place. <laughs> nothing to push against. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, uh, Mr. Hat guy, wh- wh- did you just get swarmed by a bunch of tritons? <laughs> <sighs> yes, that was a particular annoyance that he thought would be funny. Who's he? He says, well, since you won't remember most of this anyway, I suppose I'll just say it for, how would he put it, listener, the listener's sake, the audience... I, as I said, I am what what anyone in this realm would refer to as God, Yahweh, Elohim, many other names. However, I also serve at the request of typically the writer, in this case very much more troublesome entity that I do not prefer whom gives you much more agency and much more random chance in your dis- in your destiny right. so what would happen if what would happen if I shot you right here would I stop the uh, would I stop the universe from forming why are you wearing a bowler hat yeah, <laughs> he he the looks bowler hat off, and I turn my arm uh, cannon to the bowler hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So basically, um, do you fire? Yeah. All right. You fire your arm cannon at his uh, head, and he doesn't even raise a hand, and the the beam kind of like the scene in the uh, the first. Um, like sequel movie, which one of the only cool parts of the Star Wars sequels. Um, the beam just stops in midair. Whoa. Whoa. And and he just says, uh, if only you could it's like if only you could rid me of this. That's what I'm asking. If you wanted me to, there's gotta be a way. Is it can you answer that? Are you question? stuck here? Are are you stuck here? Do you know my future? Typically, I would say yes, Garfield Logan. Uh-huh. However, in this particular manifestation of this particular universe, not even I know the, your fate. Everything is... Well, everything is on the chance of a cast die, so to speak. Well... To your question, Cyborg, I'm sure you've probably heard the idea of if there's a rock 
that God can make too heavy for him to lift. That's fair. I can, uh, if you fail your saving throw, I can warp you out of this place when I go back. If only if you could fail your saving throw. Uh, he says that wasn't. He says that wasn't actually uttered, as it was came from Johnny and not Cyber. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're close to being done now, and the hand you're, is now very close and almost closed within a fist. The light becomes extremely bright all of a sudden, blindingly so. And as we switch back to the other group, suddenly the stars around you start to shine with intense brightness, and the large figure before you, um, Starfire and Raven, says, Well, if you have any final questions, you're running out of time. Um... Um, I have no desire to talk to you. You are incredibly rude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Raven says, so what is my responsibility anyway? He looks to you, and he actually crouches down, still impossibly larger than you, but somehow even closer of a presence, and says, you know which I speak. The responsibility that was given to you unfairly. The responsibility of your birth. Holding back the one that will undo your world. Undo everything that I will have to step in to correct. For it is my duty to correct such cosmic influences. Should you fail, we will meet again. And I would very much not like to meet again. For what it is worth, I do hope for your success. Raven wants this trip to be over. (laughs) (laughs) Her expression reflects that. (laughs) You will have your wish soon. As the light becomes blinding, both groups suddenly wait. Hold on. Drawn. Yeah. Um. So we're basically creation is happening there, and a wave of creation energy is whipping over us. Uh, essentially, it's like you're simultaneously being sucked into the conglomeration of matter that creates the beginning of the universe and expelled out in a big bang. And as such happens, um, you are your consciousnesses are thrust back within your original body. Can I cast um, absorb elements? Uh, on the creation energy. <laughs> <laughs> um no <laughs> you're tripping man yeah <laughs> absorb uh, all the energy okay i think you would die <laughs> or be um, something else present, right yes and no your consciousnesses are thrust back within yourselves your memories muddy 
basically feelings. You do remember some profound experiences, but they are warped and altered. They are different. They are lesser. A large purple woman. Elves in the machine. Strange entities and shapes. And, well, for two of you, the experience was successful. You feel good. For the other ones of you, you feel anxious um especially you raven almost like you're reminded of the the thing that creates anxiety within you um you didn't expect this experience to drudge up those feelings but they have and you guys just have this general feeling you have like almost like as an after image that you see like after you uh, stare at a light bulb and then you close your eyes and you still see the shape of it this man uh two of you have the vision of this man unassuming man in a with a mustache and a bowler hat and who looks like the monopoly man and the other ones of you um that this figure the strange figure with a with a um, a green cloak. You do, however, um, uh, Raven and Starfire, remember a snippet of a conversation. An element perhaps close enough to your own real-life experience for you to recall. A name. John Constantine. It feels familiar, like you've heard it before. Like it's within your peer group someone whose reputation you know of you can't remember exactly and your minds feel muddled but yeah you guys are out of the uh weird trip let's do that again if i if i still have that like anxious feeling uh, i'm gonna say that raven kind of slinks off to her room without a word and closes the door um, okay. to, go, to go meditate or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think I go back mm-hmm. to write in my journal about how Aqualad wanted to be spanked by Raven, and then I saw <laughs> the little man from the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Monopoly is God, and he doesn't know my future. <laughs> I say, basically. Well, that was like I, one hundred percent hallucination, and I don't remember any of it, huh? Except for this, this guy in the bowler hat. This made me realize I need to go back and watch Teen Titans because I don't, I don't know what you were talking about, but I know that it's bad. Well, it's yeah. Well, something, well, something to do with my father. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely to do with your father, but the rest of that, the rest of that is beyond even the series. It's more about the cosmic entities within the DC cosmos. Um, yeah, I, I, but I was getting kind of dream of the end. Well, vibes. not the responsibility, more the entities that you both saw. While that's been happening, Robin, um, you have called uh, Agent Morgan, I believe, is yes. to deal with this. Uh, the phone rings, um, and she says, Agent Morgan, I'm glad to receive your call. 
Yes, uh, I assume you know this is Robin. Yes. Uh, we've come to an agreement on your proposition. Um, looks like the team is in. Excellent. Um, I could meet you um, in town. Um, t today works fine. Yeah, I don't know uh, if this line is fully secure, so we should probably do it in person. Uh, how Fair long enough. would you need? She says, um, she says, oh, probably only a couple hours. And then you hear some like yelling and stuff in the background. You hear the voice of Plastic Man and then another voice, uh, young female, uh, you believe, um, arguing in the background. And she kind of sighs and says, ah, actually, could we do this? Could we plan this for at least a day or two in the future? I she turns around. She says, well, you both shut the hell up. And they fall quiet. She says. I apologize for that. Um, yes, let's meet in a day. Very well. Uh, um, but if you, she says, if you have any more immediate needs, though, I'm sure I can take care of them. Well, we, I do. Um, we kind of just got off a mission and have a lot of drugs okay that... please don't say anymore <laughs> uh, <laughs> she says uh she says ah, i will i'll send plaz to you he'll take care of them do you really want to send him he seems like one of the people that would use it <laughs> I don't have a lot of options right now. So judgmental, Robin. You're not here. <laughs> <laughs> but is he wrong, though? <laughs> Very well. Um, then in a, a day we'll meet and we'll discuss the future of this arrangement, I guess. All right. Um, she... Uh, all right. So basically she... She says, all right. And she kind of leaves you some um, instructions. And basically, um, later in the evening at nightfall, um, a uh, you leave them. You walk outside. Um, you look around. And you leave them on the coast. And... Um, as you are standing there on the beach, a bunch of like tentacles of different colors, like red and uh, like skin tone and yellow, come up, and uh, uh, a weird-looking octopus with um, with Plaza's face slinks up onto the shore and starts like slowly pulling the drugs into the water, and he just gives you like a <laughs> thumbs up. With his tentacle, oh my god! And <laughs> and he's he just kind of whispers, "Hey, don't worry, I won't tell the bats about this one." 
<laughs> and slinks back into the water. <laughs> just scowls. Rob, Robin kind of just shakes his head and just kind of like starts walking back to the tower. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So with uh, Robin walking back uh, up to the tower, um, I believe that will conclude our episode. <laughs> Episode of tripping and Incredible. I can't believe our weed episode ended up with discovering that the Christian God works for works for Joey Johnson, but I should <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is all established prob like problematic episode elements one. from DC. Not from me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be Mr. Zix Pixel or whatever. I thought so uh, too, but then it didn't. I can't wait till we go on adventures with John Constantine. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, um, he he looks like the him. he looks like the Monopoly man. He's the, he's the anti-hero. Yeah. Um. Basically, the like weird interdimensional elf gnome things from Superman, Mister Mix Pixel, or whatever the fuck. Those are like. <laughs> those are very powerful cosmic entities. You don't want to mess with, and like that. The guy, the Robin like one was named Jimmy or whatever. Uh, Larry? Yeah. Larry. He is one of those. Yeah. Um, That's kind of like an avenue to which you could get. Like, basically, you guys, you you cut out all the middlemen (laughs) (laughs) and went to the top. Uh, I thought I'd do it. Well, we didn't go to Joey, so we didn't actually go to the top. Yeah, you didn't go all the way to the top. (laughs) Um, I work accidentally make a drug that let us see God. <laughs> well, let's, you know, let's see the narrator from episode one. <laughs> yeah. It's cut, yeah, basically. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, a DMT type situation, you know, where people are like, "I saw the truth" or whatever, but actually, because it's DC magic nonsense. So. In this universe, you really do see God when you take drugs. So He-Man was wrong when he said there's no such thing as magic drugs. <laughs> yeah, he's never wrong. You take that back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try my magic drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. And also I just wanted to like have a little nod there that might lead you down a rabbit hole towards more like adult inappropriate characters in the DC universe. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a different direction oh, to take uh, to take the episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I imagine mm-hmm. I, it's been a while since I've seen the original episode, but I don't think I remember it going quite like <laughs> Nope, nope. No, no. You guys this were like fantastic. It was about drugs. Like, drugs. <laughs> yeah. I like that I figured it out about halfway through the drug sequence.
You know what would be interesting Same if for one of our episodes we gave ourselves a challenge where we can't talk about porn. <laughs> and number three, if you had to be trapped in a modern pop song, which would it be? I don't know enough pop. Yeah. <laughs> The correct Same. answer is shut up. You and mean dance. like trapped in the plot of it, or trapped in like listening to it like all the time? Yeah. Because like the plot of some of them, I wouldn't want to be in, even though they're catchy. I'm thinking more of the plot, and also "Shut Up and Dance" came out like 30 years ago. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I want whatever pop song is about being on the beach, sipping margaritas and pina coladas. That's that's the one that I'm in. There. I guess. Somebody name it. I don't. I don't listen to pop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's debatable. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, These I just googled top uh, top of the pop charts, and the first one right now is Kate Bush running up a hill. <laughs> what? I mean, that's I, I, I guess I don't things. listen to enough <laughs> because of Stranger Things. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Incredible scene, by the way. Yeah, that was the most anime fucking scene ever. Um, yeah, and shut up and dance is making a comeback because of the TikTok means, so TikTok. suck it. <laughs> What's TikTok? <laughs> Listen, Paul just got into Snapchat. Leave him alone. Is TikTok something old people use? <laughs> yes, yeah, don't worry about it, Paul. <laughs> I only look at Instagram reels. <laughs> can I, can yeah. I just do Happy by Farrell Williams? Williams? Just, if you want to be stuck in the year 2013. I want to be just stuck in perpetual Wait, are you happy. stuck in the year? Nothing can break my happy. <laughs> I, uh, hmm. So all these questions might not be good. I just, I want to I think, I think these are all definitely, uh, so what was it? Basic ass and weird ass. What ass? I think you weird just ass. rapid fire at those questions. The commonality is that these questions are all ass. They are. Oh. <laughs> I accept constructive criticism. And <laughs> <you can't> <laughs> <laughs>